Hello, friends. This is Darren Hayes of PigSceneDispatch.com. Before we take you to your favorite Sports History Network show, just want to tell you a little bit about some merch that you can pick up that represents your favorite SHN podcast. So far, there's t-shirts, coffee mugs, and even books from some of the authors that do podcasts right here on SHN. Who could buy something better than that than have the history right from the, the gentleman that you hear talking about it? But we also are adding things each and every day. And where's that store, may you ask? Well, it's at SportsHistoryNetwork.com. Up at the top, there is the SHN. HN merch button. Click on that. It'll take you right to the store and you can be representing your favorite podcast and show the world that, hey, on the swag that I'm using, it's the headquarters of sports yesteryear, Sports History Network, and my favorite podcaster, the Sports History Network store. Shop there today. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. On October 23rd, 2019, Google officially announced in the journal called Nature that it achieved a milestone known as quantum supremacy by completing a complex mathematical calculation in 3 minutes and 20 seconds. However, this may not seem like a big deal. It is something that the company claimed would have taken the most powerful commercially available conventional computer about 10,000 years to complete the same task. This day is also important for something else destined for supremacy, and that is the Sports History Network. Welcome to the Football History Dude Podcast, where each episode is a journey back in time to learn about the rich history of the NFL. Your host is Arnie Chapman. Football is his passion, and he wants you to come along with him to explore the yesteryear of the gridiron. So hop on board his DeLorean, and let's get this baby up to 88 miles per hour. Great Scott. This time as we step off the DeLorean, the date is October 23rd, 2019. We're just a little bit outside of Chicago. Maybe we heard that news that Google has achieved quantum supremacy, whatever that means at the time. But we're here for something else. We're here to listen to an episode of the Football History Do podcast, an interview with an author of multiple books on the history of the game. Now, why would we be here? What's so important and significant about this? I mean, this was only the fourth interview that I did. It was with Joe Ziemba. Now, Joe, he, he made me feel very comfortable. Con- <laughs> considering it was only my fourth interview, I still was, you know, kind of getting things figured out there. But I'll tell you what. He was a great storyteller, and there were a couple of great episodes there. We even had him on more episodes down the road. But it was not the interview itself why we are here. The reason is because it was a conversation that we had after we had the interview that I want to talk about. We briefly spoke about if he ever wanted to start his own podcast to give me a jingle and maybe I'll help him out. (laughs) Although I did have thoughts about the network didn't really realize this was the beginning of the Sports History Network. Again, I didn't realize it at the time, but moving forward about six months later, I have an interview with Joe Zagorski. Joe Zagorski, (laughs) you might have heard of him too. He also is on the network. We talked about him starting a show just one week after we released his episode. He reached out to me. He's all like, hey, (laughs) let's do that thing. You know that podcast thing you're talking about? I'm interested. And I thought, well, let's start it. Let's start this thing called the network. So I hemmed and hawed a little bit, finally decided to keep it simple by calling it Sports 
History Network with input from people. Maybe you listening to this, you gave me input too. But really why I want to say this is because if it were not for Joe and Joe, Joe squared, maybe JJ, I'm not sure what kind of nickname we should give them. Pigskin passed when football was football. I don't even know if we'd even be at this stage where we have something called the Sports History Network. And again, I've said it before, but I want to give a huge thank you to both of the Joes for pushing me along. I mean, technically speaking, Pigskin Past was the first, I'm using air quotes here, episode released on the network, which was May 13th, 2020. But that was a trailer episode. The first full episode was released when when Josie Emba had When Football Was Football, released on May 25th, which was Memorial Day, in memory of Mats Tonelli, a war hero from the Chicago Cardinals. So technically speaking, Memorial Day 2020, May 25th, that was the very first episode, besides the Football History Dude, that is, of Sports History Network. And now we're just adding shows like hotcakes, you know? Most of them are about football history, which is kind of keeping this in line with, even though this episode is more about the network itself. I mean, I started with football history. That's why this show is. Uh, football history is the one that I want to talk about specifically. But we wanted to continue to diversify our portfolio on the network and maybe even more with your help if you want to join yourself. And this brings me to this episode. I wanted to break from the normalcy of the show where I have interviews every week. Football. I mean, this is not too long after Thanksgiving where I'm Recording this interview, or <laughs> this interview, I'll leave that one in there for you. Recording this episode, and I just wanted to reiterate, like I talked about in the last episode, how thankful I am for every person, even not just the the people on the network, all the people, interviews, and all these other such and things, and you as a listener for helping me. I mean, through two and a half years now, geez, it's been more than two and a half years, April 15th, 20th, oh my goodness. We're talking a long time that this has been released basically every week. So let's break away. I want to, again, thank for all the partners of the network. And the way I figured I could do that is I'm going to play each trailer of all of the shows on the network so you can get an idea of what we currently have to offer. I mean, there's a lot of cool stuff in there. And it's not just football. Even though this is a football history podcast, you can turn this off. It's okay. Skip this episode if you're not all into this. That's fine. But I promise you, you'll be missing out on a whole bunch. I mean, if you want to learn more about the network itself or any of these shows, then you can head over to the website, which is sportshistorynetwork.com. Also, I mean, while you're at it, if you're interested in starting your own podcast or, uh, I don't know, YouTube channel, uh, putting articles about any kind of sports history that is, reach out to us over at the show as well. But for now, I'm going to play all of the trailers that we have on the network back to back to back for you, starting with that very first one ever on the show, and that is Joe Zagorski with Pigskin Past. Professional football is one of the most exciting spectator sports in America. During the course of a typical pro football game, millions of fans across the country revel in the enjoyment, the excitement, the anticipation, the successes, the last-second victories, and even the anguish caused by unexpected losses. Pro football fans look forward to experiencing all of those happenings. A typical pro football game can be emotionally draining for fans because the excitement level is so high. But if you ask any true fan of the sport, 
all the emotions that one encounters watching a game are well worth it. Pro football is truly a great and unique American activity. Pro football history, on the other hand, is the remembering and the retelling of such exciting events from yesteryear. The Pigskin Pass with Joe Zagorski is a short segment which airs on the Sports History Network. With each segment, Zagorski will explore the game's great players, the great games, the great occurrences, the great plays, and the great teams of pro football's past. He focuses on one specific topic per show and delves into it with quality insight and common sense analysis. Be it a noteworthy individual player's achievements, such as a record-breaking game by a famous quarterback or a running back, or reminiscing of a famous game from decades ago, or a discerning look at a strategical element on both sides of the line of scrimmage, or a big play by an obscure and mostly forgotten player, Sigorsky is ready, willing, and able to address all of the above and more. Joe Zagorski has spent many years watching and writing about pro football and has been a member of the Pro Football Researchers Association since the mid-1980s. He has also worked for quite some time as a former sports writer in his home state of Pennsylvania. He has written three books on the sport and is currently in the process of writing his fourth pro football book. Pigskin Past with Joe Zagorski. Be sure to catch the next installment only on the Sports History Network. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. As the National Football League moves into its second century, its players, games, and activities are all constantly documented and released to the public on a daily basis. Little within the NFL is not covered and shared immediately via traditional print interests, cable television, and social media. In short, the NFL is everywhere. Information on key players and teams is readily available, and pertinent information can be accessed within a few clicks on the service of your choice. Fast, easy, and reliable. Yet the NFL was not always the huge corporate success that it is today, nor was it always the colossal entertainment monster to which several generations are now accustomed. No because at one time, the NFL was not only ignored, it was also looked upon as a disdainful operation, reputed to be riddled with greed, gambling, and insincerity. That was then, but somehow, the early leaders of the NFL helped the league to survive and prosper. With over 100 years of history, some of the personalities, teams, and challenges of the NFL in its infancy have disappeared from memory. However, thanks to a small group of researchers and authors, we might call them the football detectives, the forgotten history of the NFL has been and will continue to be retrieved and documented for future generations. One of these football detectives is your host, Joe Ziambo, the author of the award-winning book When Football Was Football, The Chicago Cardinals and the Birth of the NFL. He's a guy who enjoys sifting for hours through ancient archives, rolls of blurry microfilm, or forgotten scrapbooks in order to track down the truth behind the legends and lore of the National Football League. And depending on how you look at it, he either has no life, or he has the coolest job of them all. This show, When Football Was Football, is part of the Sports History Network.
and Ziemba will be your personal guide on a customized journey through over 100 years of forgotten NFL football history. With emphasis on the Bears and the Cardinals, when both teams were located in Chicago, each program will focus on a lost or unknown aspect of an individual, team, or event with a connection to the early NFL. Welcome to a time when football was football. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hello, sports fans. My name is Mark Mortier, and the name of my page is Yesterday Sports. If you're anything like me, your favorite sports moments probably go back to your childhood. For me, that would be the 1970s. My first recollections of watching sports go back to 1969. I was only seven years old. It was an exciting time to be a sports fan especially if you grew up in New Jersey, as I did, just across the river from New York City, where there were no less than six professional sports teams. The New York Jets won the Super Bowl in January of that year, and nine months later, the New York Mets won the World Series. Seven months later, the New York Knicks won the NBA championship. My father and older brother were both big sports fans, so there was always a game on our television. I got hooked. When I wasn't watching sports, I was playing sports. My goal here at the Sports History Network is to relive and retell some of the great sports moments from the past, not only from the 1970s, but from other decades as well. I'll mainly focus on football, baseball, basketball, boxing, and I hope even to have a few episodes on Olympic weightlifting, a sport in which I competed for eight years. I'm a certified personal trainer, and I've written a book titled No Nonsense, Old School Weight Training. I'm also a member of the Pro Football Researchers Association. You can listen to my podcast every other Tuesday, and don't forget you can subscribe to the show for free. That way, you'll get a notification every time a new episode is released. So climb aboard and relive some great moments from yesterday's sports here at the Sports History Network. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. I'd like to introduce myself. My name is Jeremy McFarland, and I am here to talk about something that I enjoy, and I know you do too. Enjoy the NFL. The NFL may not be life, but it makes life better. How many of us have spent hours collecting football cards, reading the latest magazines, watching games, playing video games, Tecmo Bowl football is one of my favorite of all time, by the way. Watching sports shows and talking with fans of the game that we love. How many of us have had posters on the walls of our favorite player or team? And how many of us have moments that we hold dear and value 
that that took place either in front of the television or a stadium. I'm talking diehard tailgating to the most festive Super Bowl parties. We all have moments like that in our lives. How many of us have joined fantasy football leagues to earn the ugliest trophy you've ever seen? I've won four, by the way, recently, and yes, the trophies are pretty ugly. To all of us that love football, this podcast is for you. In the course of this podcast, I want to delve into the history of each and every one of the 32 NFL teams, along with the great players and plays which made those teams special. I also want to talk to fans of each one of these teams and see why that particular team is important to them, what makes their memories that they hold dear so special, and to get their perspective on why their team is great. I'm a firm believer that football is family. As we find out what makes each of these NFL teams unique, we will discover why that's the case. I hope you'll join me as we go down the list of the 32 NFL teams. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Welcome to the Pigskin Daily History Dispatch, a podcast that covers the anniversaries of American football events throughout history on a day-to-day basis. This is your host, Darren Hayes, and we'll bring you back to the memories and headlines of the people, places, and events of the gridiron, one day at a time. This podcast series complements the work on our websites, pigskindispatch.com, the home of positive football and the preservation of its history, and cleatmarkscomics.com, football's funny pages, to give football fans a taste of good, clean, family-friendly gridiron enjoyment. Join us and go to No Huddle through the day's football history headlines for episodes that take 5 to 15 minutes of the trip back and pigskin timelines. Pigskindispatch.com is a proud affiliate of the Sports History Network, the headquarters of Sports Yesteryear. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Welcome to Hello Old Sports, the newest podcast on the Sports History Network. I'm Dan Newman, and I host the show along with my brother Andrew. Each week, we'll examine a different sports history topic, baseball, basketball, football, hockey, boxing, and anything else that comes to mind. We'll travel back to 1920 to relive the founding of the Negro Leagues and Babe Ruth's first season with the New York Yankees. Or to 1967 to recount the closing drive of the Ice Bowl between the Green Bay Packers and the Dallas Cowboys. Maybe even all the way back to 1884 in the first World Series between the Providence Grays of the National League and the New York Metropolitans of the American Association. On this podcast, we'll revisit some of the great debates in the history of sports. Brady or Manning? Russell or Wilt? Marciano or Ali? Should the Yankees have fired Casey Stengel after the 1960 World Series? Why did the Thunder trade James Harden in 2012 and break up a team that had just played in the NBA Finals? Were the Dodgers justified in leaving Brooklyn? These questions matter to us, and if they matter to you, you'll love Hello Old Sports on the Sports History Network. 
We also hope we can educate our listeners on some of the players, teams, and moments that aren't as well-known to the average sports fan. Do you know who Tony Lazari is? Or Vern Mickelson? Or Emlyn Tunnell? Each of these men is a Hall of Famer in his respective sport and was considered a superstar during his career. But these names and many others have faded with time. You may not know who they are, but if you want to know, give a listen to Hello Old Sports on the Sports History Network. And if you do know, you'll probably find a lot to like on our new podcast. Andrew and I were born and raised in New York and are diehard Yankees, Knicks, and Giants fans. Our passion for these teams and their histories will be apparent to anybody that listens to the show, but no matter where you're from or which teams you root for, you'll find plenty to love about our show as we discuss the history of sports from throughout the country. We've also spent time living in Philadelphia, Boston, and Washington, D.C., and can attest firsthand to the passion of those cities for their teams. The other thing that we both love? A good list. Several episodes of Hello Old Sports will be devoted to our lists and rankings of various players, teams, and games from sports history. In our very first episode, we'll tell you who we think should be on the Sports Mount Rushmore of various cities throughout the country. The Sports History Network is the headquarters of sports yesteryear, and we're excited to join Arnie and the team to provide our unique perspective on all things sports history. We'll be getting started over the next few weeks, and hope you'll join us for Hello Old Sports on the Sports History Network. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. My name is John Gidley. And as I'm looking on my bookshelf, I see a lot of books about the National Football League. There's a book about the 72 Dolphins, one about the 85 Bears, another about the Immaculate Reception. Let's be honest with ourselves, though. How many times have we heard these stories? Where are the tales of the men who aren't as prominent? Stories of the dominant Washington team of 1991, or of the Stonewall defense of the 1977 Falcons, or of the days when the Eagles wore white helmets? Well, there's only one place to find those, right here in the football attic. Every Friday, I'll tell you about games, players, coaches, and teams who aren't necessarily forgotten, but maybe are not as well-known as they should be. And this isn't just a podcast for those whose memory will be jogged by these retellings. I'm 22 years old, and I'm an advocate for a greater historical perspective among younger NFL fans, so this show is for them as well. So come join me as I take my weekly trip upstairs into the football attic, available on any podcast aggregator and on our website at sportshistorynetwork.com. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. It's time for Lombardi Memories a show that takes you back in time into January or February to the greatest one-day spectacle in all of sports. This is the Every Other Tuesday podcast that looks back at each and every one of the 50-plus Super Bowls and tells the story of who won and why. For the fan who needs more than just a box score, this podcast goes drive-by-drive, play-by-play, through the most traumatic games in history. Every two weeks, we will take a deep dive into a Super Bowl from days past, starting at the first and continuing through 55, maybe beyond. 
relive all the big plays, record-setting performances, and famous follies. This podcast has several goals, but the most important one is to educate. There's that famous quote that those who forget history are doomed to repeat it. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. But what I do know is that we need to learn from those who came before us. Just because we have the highest scoring teams in history in the 2020s doesn't mean we can't learn a thing or two from the 1966 Packers. While this podcast is focused on the Super Bowl era, I will still make a note of celebrating pre-Super Bowl history. Unfortunately, whatever the reason may be, lots of fans like to pretend that the NFL came into existence in 1966. It did not. The NFL has been around since 1920, and three of its teams existed even before that. The Chicago Bears do not just have the one Super Bowl win. They had eight championships before that. I will make sure to bring up what a franchise did before the Super Bowl era if they won any championships before 1966. This podcast will give great attention to detail. How did the teams get down the field to be able to score? What were the big defensive plays that prevented scores? And what were the plays that, if they would have happened differently, could have affected pro football history? Finally, this show has a school theme. Each episode will start with a pop quiz where I ask a trivia question related to the Super Bowl that I'm covering. I will also give homework. It's fun homework, though. I will tell you which books to read that are related to that episode's Super Bowl. These are books that you'll want to check out at the library or buy on Amazon. So join me every two weeks for Lombardi Memories, starting on Tuesday, November 3rd. The greatest of all time. North American sports media is inundated with the expression. When generational talent or even an acknowledged superstar plays in a game, that broadcast will be filled with affirmations of all-time greatness. So-and-so is the greatest quarterback of all time, or such-and-such is the greatest NBA player of all time. This rush to affix the greatest of all time label has extended to teams and even individual sports as well. Tweets, hot takes, and listicles pour into the mass consciousness that we like to call the internet. Within minutes, even within seconds of a game's conclusion. Almost as though our society has tacitly agreed upon this race to be the first to call someone. The greatest MMA fighter of all time. The greatest head coach. The greatest offensive tackle. The greatest spin bowler of all time. The greatest middleweight champion. The greatest third line. The greatest offensive coordinator. The greatest WNBA player of all time. The expression, the greatest of all time has become so ubiquitous that it has become more convenient to express the term with its acronym, GOAT, the greatest of all time. We say it, we hear it, we read it constantly and continuously, but what does that mean? My name is Oz Davis, and this is Truly the Ghost, sports history as told through its superstars. The idol of today pushes the hero of yesterday out of our recollection and will, in turn, be supplanted by his successor of tomorrow, Washington Irving once wrote. In True the Goats, we seek to bring back the recollection of Irving's quote 
to remember those who enthralled spectators with wondrous feats of athleticism in their day, whether ancient, medieval, modern, or postmodern. We'll also recall the cultures that produced the games in which truly unique athletes and their sports that may have become moribund, evolved beyond recognition, or simply disappeared altogether. From Europe to Asia, from Polynesia to Mesoamerica, humankind has played organized or semi-organized sport for at very least 4,000 years. The games may be straightforward, as in throwing the discus or running the 100-meter dash. They may be symbolic, as in the ball games of the Aztecs or the Maya. Or they may be completely abstract, as in cricket or Shinlone. In defiance of those who throw greatest of all time about all willy-nilly, Truly the Goats has established a few criteria for the stars of our show. To be considered for Truly the Goats, the athlete in question must 1. Excel in two or more sports at top levels of competition, or completely dominate the single sport to once-in-a-century proportions. 2. Achieve international, or at very least national, fame through sports achievement. And 3. To have achieved lasting historical status. The subjects of Truly the Goats have inspired epic poems, songs, books, movies, and documentaries. On Truly the Goats, we'll travel through time and space. We'll see Spain in the 15th century and return for the late 20th. We'll go from 40 miles per hour in Rome to 375 kph in Germany. We'll visit Canada and Japan. We'll barnstorm America. We'll sail the Atlantic. And If you don't look too closely, you'll certainly see a lot of commonality within humanity. Whenever and wherever you go, you're certain to find fascination with the proverbial thrill of victory, agony of defeat, and tales of the greatest athletes of all time. This has been Truly the Goats, sports history as told through superstars, an inclusive medium production. For more Inclusive Medium podcasts, visit us at inclusivemedium.com. Hey there, this is Warren Rogan, and I want to thank you for listening to Sports Forgotten Heroes. Now I want to tell you a little bit more about the podcast. A new podcast will be released every other Tuesday, and on each podcast we're going to have great guests authors, writers, athletes, the guys who knew the people we're talking about. And we're covering all sports, not just baseball, football, basketball, hockey, all sports. That includes boxing, tennis, golf, running. And we're going to be covering people who had great careers, a great season, or just one great game. Not talking about the babe, not Jim Brown, not Michael Jordan. More like Billy Cannon, who won the Heisman Trophy for LSU in 1959, one year after leading LSU to a national championship. Bill Barilko, who won four Stanley Cup championships with the Toronto Maple Leafs in five years before tragically dying in a plane crash. Benny Friedman, who revolutionized the game of football at the quarterback position. Dean Chance, who won the Cy Young Award for the Angels in 1964, And that was at a time that there was only one Cy Young Award awarded each year. And later, he founded the International Boxing Federation. You can listen to Sports Forgotten Heroes on iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, 
or you can access Sports Forgotten Heroes at sportsfh.com. That's sportsfh.com. In fact, sportsfh.com has more information on who our guests will be, who we'll be covering. There's even a comment section. So if you have a forgotten hero that you want us to cover, just let me know. And there's a whole lot more. You can follow Sports Forgotten Heroes on Facebook. At Twitter, find us at Sports F Heroes. And Sports Forgotten Heroes can always use your support. And if you're interested in supporting Sports Forgotten Heroes, please visit our Patreon page. That's patreon.com backslash sportsfh, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com backslash sportsfh. There you can learn how to become a supporter of Sports Forgotten Heroes, become a sponsor of Sports Forgotten Heroes. You can even be an executive producer and ask questions of our guests and a whole lot more. That's Sports Forgotten Heroes on patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com backslash sports fh a new podcast will be released every other tuesday i really hope you enjoy sports forgotten heroes thanks for listening and we'll see you next time on sports forgotten heroes there you go a total of 10 sports history shows that make up the network so far and like i said we're just getting started baby and again We're always looking to add more sports history content creators to our network. This does not just mean podcasters. If you have a YouTube channel, you want to start one, something like that, let us know. You want to start your own podcast? Let us know. Maybe you just have one article you're super passionate about. I don't know. You found that 1948 Topps baseball card of your favorite player and you've held on to it dearly. You got it passed down for grandpa or something and there's some kind of cool story about it. Maybe you just want to write an article about that. Whatever it is. Maybe you want to tackle a weekly article about different NASCAR legends. Whatever it is, there are no limits. But it's got to be around sports history, which is because our mission is to become the headquarters for sports yesteryear. And that includes all sports out there, all teams, everyone involved. To learn more, head to sportshistorynetwork.com and please share this with anyone that you think may benefit from it, or maybe they even want to join themselves. But for now, dude, I'm through if you're through. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Football History Dude. To make sure you're the first to get the next episode, please subscribe on your podcast player of choice and head on over to thefootballhistorydude.com for the show notes and more information on the history of the NFL. And remember, dudes, where we're going, we don't need roads. Hey there, Sports History fan. This is Arnie Chapman aka the football history dude and i wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the sports history network our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear and if you didn't know it already we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics in fact here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network This is Mark Mortier, and if you're a sports history fan like me, tune in and hear me talk about some great sports moments of the past. Growing up during the 1970s, I got to watch some of the most iconic moments in sports history. Hank Aaron breaking Babe Ruth's home run record. Willis Reed limping out of the locker room in Game 7 of the NBA Finals at Madison Square Garden as the fans erupted with a thunderous ovation. The 1980 Miracle on Ice 
as Team USA defeated the powerful Soviet Union in the Olympics. Listen every Tuesday on Yesterday Sports. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.